Welcome and thank you for accepting our invitation for this Bible study and reflection for October 20th, 2021. Our scripture for today spoke volumes to the Israelites over 2,000 years ago, and it speaks volumes to us today as well. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Peace be with you. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and Almighty God, as we approach your word, let us have the ears to listen, eyes to see, and the wisdom to discern how you are speaking to us. With the help of your Holy Spirit, draw us to your word every day. We ask this in Jesus' name, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I'll begin by setting up today's Bible study and reflection with a quote from C.S. Lewis that comes from his book titled Mere Christianity. And yes, I would definitely recommend this book. Here is the quote. Good and evil both increase at compound interest. That's why the little decisions you and I make every day are of such infinite importance. The smallest good act today is the capture of a strategic point from which a few months later you may be able to go on to victories you never dreamed of. An apparently trivial indulgence in lust or anger today is the loss of a ridge or railway line or bridge from which the enemy may launch an attack that would otherwise be impossible. End quote. What we do over time with every little decision and action is compounded either for good or for evil. Psalm 1 captures the essence of this. This psalm serves as an introduction or prologue to the collection of the psalms in its final form. It is a teaching or wisdom psalm advising the readers to dedicate themselves to the study of the law of God, the Torah, and warning them of the consequences if they don't. In short, the psalmist is saying in terms that we can understand, read your Bible and meditate on it. Think about it. Reread it. Meditate some more. Ask questions. Look for design patterns. I'm going to read this psalm from start to finish, all six verses, and then we'll unpack each verse. And this is Psalm 1, verses 1 through 6. Blessed is the one who does not walk in the step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither, Whatever they do prospers. Not so the wicked. They are like chaff that the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the assembly of the righteous. 
for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous. But the way of the wicked leads to destruction. All right, let's take it a verse at a time and um, have a little reflection on unpacking these verses. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers. This is basically three ways of saying don't hang out with the wrong group. But it's actually a little deeper than that in that it is progressive. Look at the matching words. Walk, stand, sit. In a sense, it is three ways of being that happen to be progressive. Walking, so just going along with. Standing, positioning yourself among. And sitting, settling in. First you walk, then you stand, then you sit. In essence, you're taking the counsel of wicked, the sinners, and the mock mockers. This is insidious, and it happens over time, not in the blink of an eye or snap of a finger, but over time as you take counsel from the wicked, the sinners, and the mockers. Basically, hanging out with the wrong crowd, and not just hanging out with, but taking advice from. Let's look at verse 2. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. Very simply stated, be devoted to God's word. Here the psalmist recommends at least twice a day, and I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm once a day. Sometimes twice. I begin every morning with a devotional and God's word. Verse 3. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. Do you know the old saying, you are what you eat? Well, when you think about it, you're also who you hang out with, what you see, what you read. I remember when I was a kid, the neighborhood bully had a small creek running beside his house. It was not very clean, and it had a bubbly foam along the edges of the creek. He told me that was something he called Indian soap, and I should wash my face and hands with it. Well, I did. When I got home, my mom asked me why I smelled so bad. I told her the story, and her response was, Don't listen to everything everyone tells you, and use common sense. Or, maybe she should have said, you don't need to hang out around that guy if he's, if he's going to continue lying to you. The psalmist emphasizes, if you stay rooted in God's word, you will be like a tree planted by streams of fresh water. And you will bear good, healthy fruit. Don't be fooled by the word prospers and think that it means if you do good deeds, you will be rewarded monetarily. If you meditate on God's word, it will have a positive effect on everything you do. Verse 4, Not so the wicked, they are like chaff that the wind blows away. Here the wicked are compared to the worthless chaff, which in the process of winnowing grain was blown away by the wind. 
After the cut grain stalks were trampled and crushed on the threshing floor, they were pitched into the air by use of a winnowing shovel or fork. The grain fell to the ground and the chaff or straw was blown away. The main point of the comparison is the worthlessness of the chaff, which is allowed to be blown away because it is of no value whatever. Verse 5, Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the assembly of the righteous. Here the word therefore introduces the consequence of the worthless nature of the wicked. Six out of seven translations I checked used the word wicked in line A of that verse, and the King James translation used the word ungodly. They all used the word sinners in line B of that verse. I think it's important to note that the psalmist is not speaking of two different groups. He is describing a group that is both wicked and sinners. This group will be condemned by God when they are judged. In the final verse, verse 6, For the Lord watches over the way of the righteous but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Verse 6 gives the reason why the destinies of the righteous and the wicked are different. The outcome of the two separate groups are pictured as ways, that is, roads, one of which is safe and secure, while the other leads to destruction. Which road or path will we take? We would all be well served to take the path of learning loving, living God's Word. I'd like to close by reading two verses from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 50, verse 6 through 7. And I'm adding this in because it was part of my devotion this morning, and I thought it blended well with the theme of Psalm 1. Here is the reading. My people have been lost sheep. Their shepherds have led them astray turning them away from the mountains. From mountain to hill they have gone. They have forgotten their fold. All who have found them have devoured them, and their enemies have said, We are not guilty, because they have sinned against the Lord, the true pasture, the Lord, the hope of their ancestors. As the beginning of line Opening line of the 23rd Psalm states, The Lord is my shepherd. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father and most gracious God, we thank you for your word that guides us, and we thank you for your Son, Jesus Christ, who is our shepherd. We lift this prayer in his name. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Go in peace, serve the Lord.